Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to RetroIsland.com. The only site for everything retro. The Retro Unlimited Network for everything retro. RetroIsland.com. Good evening and welcome to Desert Island Games on the Retro Online Radio Network. I'm your host, John, a.k.a. GL76 Gaming. And this week, I have a right Bobby Dazzler of a guest. It's none other than Woodland37. Welcome, Carol, to the show. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. And yeah. I'll tell you what, um, this is going out on the RetroOnLim.com uh, thing. Yes, network. Yeah. I, I just thought, just in case anyone didn't get the 100,000 mentions there in the uh, intro... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, retro on lim dot com, I can do that. I'm going to do. It. I think I played it on bloody promo actually. I think I used to display the tune, but anyway. it doesn't matter. I think yeah. I think I think everyone's got the message. <laughs> well, it if works. You, well, if you haven't, it's retroonlim dot com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as I said, it's a it's a Bob Dazzle of a guest day with seven. It's wonderful to have you on the show. So it's um, it's great to talk to you finally because of well, I mean, I spoke to you briefly on Friday on the that's right uh, on retro but um, previously I've seen the uh, seen you in the two fat bastards obviously <laughs> in various videos and it's good to talk to you so yeah thank you very yeah. much thank you yeah it's, it's yeah. good to it's good to do this yeah I mean, I've I've uh, did a bit of uh, research myself on some previous shows I didn't realise you'd had the other fat bastard on you did um, yeah that's me I've got the complete set I've got both fat bastards <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I mean that was probably your worst episode with a uh, talentless person like himself. Oh, it was but, shit, uh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, he can't be helped. You've, you've got to, you've got to get these people in, aren't you? Good ones and bad ones. No, so, you, you get, you get the, you get the ones out of the way first. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. If he's listening to this, he'll, he'll, I'll get a text message in a minute saying, "I can swear on this, can I?" Yes. It'll probably say cunt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't worry, I, I, I know there'll be a few swear, sweeties. <laughs> i tell you something about Scottish people as well. This is not this is not having a dig at you, by the way, because oh. I, I, I work with this Scottish woman, right? She cannot say, and you've just done it, she can't say Carl. I know. She it's, ca- it's Carol. She calls me Carol. I know. I, 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 <laughs> you know, I was, I was thinking of this all day, and I knew you were going to dig well this is because I can't say it. Nobody, I don't hold it against you. It's just one of those things, isn't it? The, the, the Scottish people can't... They, it's, it's Carol. She calls me Carol. Oh, Car- I'm used to it. Carol. That's what. That's my name. In Scot- For you, yeah. it's Carol tonight. No problem. <laughs> I can call you Woodland if you like. Ah, Carol's good. Why not? Carol. Well, it's it's just like um, uh, English people can't say um, Horsburgh. Oh, you are so right. You're right. Yeah, Mount I can never get his name right. Because every time, every time I I mention him in a video, I can never say his last name like Horsborough. Horsborough, yeah. But without you, funny, I can say it now because you've said it, but (laughs) if I'm just reading it myself, there's no way I can pronounce that word. No, I can. Horsborough. Maybe not after a couple of beers, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, can't many things after that. Yeah, it'll be because <laughs> which is probably closer to where we should say. 
<laughs> well, I've also got disadvantages of obviously being Scottish. I can't say Carol, but even worse, I, I can't pronounce a lot of words at the best of times. Never mind being Scottish, so it doesn't help. <laughs> well, this is, this is like what? Give me an example. Uh, I have a lot of problems with um, words beginning with L and R. L and R. Yeah, I've got L's and R's. So they give me problems. Oh, did you know what? I'm, I'm just trying to think of some obscure bloody word that's got a lot of L's and a lot of R's in it. Lollipop. Lollipop. There is a word, I'm sure there is. Lamar, Lamar, Matt Lamar. Oh, I don't fucking know. Jesus Christ! I'll think of one though. Oh, wait a minute. I'm just gonna just uh, I'm just gonna text message here off Chuck Rock. Right. Just up my phone, and it just says a very very uh, typical message from me. Cunt. Cunt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I expect nothing less. Wouldn't have said at least it didn't say cunt. So it's just you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, I expect nothing less. He's never said a nice word about me, but uh, that's how it goes. Oh, he loves you, really. I know. Well, he's bummed me. He should do. Well, (laughs) (laughs) okay. (laughs) Well, what happened in uh, Play Expo, season Play Expo? On Play Expo, Expo, uh, what, this year? No, I was talking about when you went down last year. You uh, met up with... uh, Chris then so oh yeah yeah I did yeah it's um, no it was really good actually because it, it was my my very first um, very first event like gaming event mm. um, and I obviously I didn't know what to expect and I, I wouldn't say I, get, I don't get really get nervous about meeting people I, I must admit I don't really get nervous about meeting people I get nervous what do I get nervous with like I'd be nervous starting a new job, mm. that kind of thing. But I don't really get nervous meeting people, so to speak. But it's kind of, you, you know everyone anyway, kind of thing. Because yeah. you, you or know a little bit about them. They're not like, you know, because you've watched the, the content on the channel. But, um, yeah, went went on the, uh, we went and did the, uh, I mean, the best thing about it was the, the definitely the charity tattoo thing. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 got got uh, got done. I mean that all started that all started through uh, two fat bastards as a joke and uh, I think I wanted to get the word fat bastard or something on his on his arse or something like that. As it I don't know how we got to this these ridiculous conversations. But it came up and he kinda of said, Yeah, I'd do something like that and I said, No, you wouldn't He said, Yeah I would and I said, You're a you know, you're a lying bastard anyway. It escalated from then and and, and uh, as soon as he's um his son, uh, he found out his son got Asperger's, mm. or got diagnosed officially with it, because they always had the suspicions, uh, Chuck Rock and his missus. Um, then he decided, he, 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 you know, he wanted it to be some sort of, uh, I mean, he, he's obviously talked about this himself on it, but he, he decided, that, you know, make it a bit of a worthy cause, make it a bit of a, yeah. a fun thing. And obviously I always called him Chuck Rock because he's a caveman bastard. He, he's the, he is... Today's living proof that cavemen do exist, <laughs> or cavemen, I should say. He, he is, he's, he, he really is just short of his fucking club. <laughs> um, 
these days. But no, it's um, but I loved it. Met everyone down there. Met um, you know some excellent people down there. Really good people. Um, obviously the 16-bit brothers and the Cyber Snake Seven and the Cojones de Loro was there. I, I shouldn't have started name dropping because you forget <laughs> somebody yeah. and then you know. Um, Two to UK, Darren Walsock, I have to say those two in tandem. Uh, um, yeah, just so many people, you know, Paul Bradley with a. Um, I can't, I'm not going to go on. Anyone who I haven't mentioned, don't be offended. I just can't be bothered mentioning your bloody name. But, <laughs> you, uh, you know yeah, who you are. <laughs> yeah, you know you are. But, yeah, I mean, on Saturday, there was a, a two day event, and, and, and like I said, the, the, uh, we had the tattoo, which was streamed live which went, went quite well, actually. It went, went very well, and I got super pissed with uh, with Johnny for the 16-bit brothers. And we, we, we actually got, that day, we got two... What did we buy? We we just said we'll get some beers in, like, for lads and whatnot. We knew Chuck Rock couldn't drink because of the, uh, you know, getting a tattoo, thinning of the blood and all that. So it was a bit of a kicking teeth for him. But that's kind of my plan. Whenever I see him unhappy, it makes me unhappy. Mm. So, it, no... Makes me happy. I thought you'd never say that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had to get that right. Uh, but uh, no, he, um, no, we got two two boxes of uh, Peroni, me and Johnny, um, and I think we were just like drinking them like fish. They were just going down so so well, and I just absolutely smashed. Where I think I fell asleep in in Eddie's gaming gaming Eddie's gaming room. Uh, I fell asleep in chair. And I just remember being on sofa, Chuck Rock being on her bed, which I got him up countless times during the night for a piss, and I kind of stood on him. Oh, and, uh, you know, because he was right there. I was on the sofa, and he was right there. And yeah, he's so nice about it. He's, he's such a nice chap, he's Chuck Rock. Such a nice chap, you know. And, uh, you know, he's, he's like, stood on him. No, no problem, no problem. He's probably pissed off at me, snoring, everything. <laughs> Like that, he'd have been absolutely fuming deep down, but you know, such a nice chap. He's like, yeah, no yeah. worries, no worries, whatever, you know. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely brilliant, brilliant, um, yeah, brilliant. And then did a bit of gaming on the uh, on the. In fact, the one game that I enjoyed the most in, in, in well on the arcade though was uh, Rainbow Islands. I could have played that all bloody weekend if it was in front of me. But um, <laughs> yeah, really good, really good. Funny enough, it's not one of the ones you've picked on your list. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's not. But there's a, on my list. There's um, which obviously we're talking about. There's a reason why I've done that list because they're not particularly my favourites. Mm. But bearing in mind, I'm on a desert island. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get get time in a second. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? I've lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the hell I was going to say. <laughs> just call me a cunt. It'll, it'll start the conversation off. Well, I can call you one. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. This came back to me. Thank God. Um, I remember um, just talking about um, plates for the last year. Obviously, I've seen a lot of videos kicking about for a lot yeah. of guys on YouTube. And uh, I remember making a comment on one of the 16-bit brothers uh, videos. I said, it's funny... Seeing all these YouTubers walking about because you, you don't somehow you you, you don't think they'll get legs because you you only see your top half <laughs> on videos you, you only see your true, top yeah. half so you see that them walking about it looks a bit strange yeah it is it's absolutely well it was it was a funny event you know it, it was a 
it was a first for me, like, when, you know, if people recognise you, you know, and I think uh, Gashead did, uh, what's his name now? You know mm. Stephen Orton. Gas, Gashead, but, London, Neutral, yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck he Toilet first do you know that? The, yeah, there you go. Google Plus, when that first came about and everyone had to change the names, that really pissed me off because I don't know people are. It's like, you know, so, um, you know, like they commented on your video, you think, right, who, who's that fella? But really, it's somebody you know, but they just changed the name. Anyway, I'm fucking waffling. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was funny walking around and, let's say, when, when he mentioned about getting recognised, I got recognised there by um, quite a few people I didn't know. Um, I didn't, you know, not particularly YouTubers. And there were one chap that I'll never forget. And I was with uh, Rich King Retro. Um, I was with him. And we were at the um, Retro Collect stand. And I was buying a T-shirt. And this chap kind of tapped me on the shoulder, big chap. And he, he just said, oh, he said, do you mind if I have my picture with you? And I thought, yeah, okay, no problem, like, you know. He said, yeah, he said, my missus, missus is a big fan of you and your daughter, like, you know. I said, oh, right, fantastic. <laughs> so I got me a picture with him, I thought that was just bizarre, just absolutely bizarre. And I don't think he, if he had a channel, um, I don't know who he was, so if he's listening now, forgive me. But, <laughs> um, yeah, but no, it was just, just bizarre meeting, like, you know, people... Just, I don't know, just recognising you, really. That would be bizarre. I mean, thankfully, not thankfully, that's not the right word. Um, incidentally, it wouldn't happen to me, because uh, I don't come on the... Uh, that's the wrong as well. Appear on camera. <laughs> uh, no, nobody knows what you look like, do they? A couple of people have seen me. But, uh, oof, oof. Well, it's like it's like good old uh, Harry Ack. Yeah. I've seen him now. Um, he, was at, he was at the event. Oh, I met some of the guys from Retro Lynn. Yeah, uh, Stephen was there, and uh, uh, Harry Yak, and uh, who else was there? Oh, what's his face? I he doesn't go on camera these days, does he? Um, well, he, he, I'm sure he does. He, he just done a video about that he'd been busy, didn't have really much time to do. Uh, what's his face? Um, okay. Retro on limb. He did it all the time, the live streams at first, and now he doesn't. Is he? Oh, yeah. Stuart. Stuart. Oh, Stuart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, I think he was Retro there. Games, 1979. I think he's yeah. Adult, yes. Yeah, I think he was there, yeah. So yeah yeah. And if I've missed anybody out there from the retro only who was there, then I'm sorry. But uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it was really good, really good. Enjoyed it. Well I am I'm booked up for this year, so I'll go on. Oh right, you're going this year, yeah. Oh uh, yes, I'm booked up. Oh book. yeah, of course you were because we we I said to you on Instagram, didn't I? Yeah, I'll be I'll ticket. see you there. Yeah, posted a ticket, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm going, but like I say, um, I know, not like I say, I was just talking about this to Aidan Watkins, actually. Um, I am going, I'm just going for the Saturday, though, I'm just going for the one day, because um, it's kind of on a, <laughs> it's kind of on a, not a, not a, well, it's not a bad day, but it's Isabella's birthday on the same day, on the Saturday, uh. so I've kind of like, I'm going to be dragging her around. But playing video games is, you know, on an arcade, she will absolutely, um, you know, she'll absolutely love it. But I'm sure it's not, well, I don't know, she'll love it, but I'm not staying over because... Um, it's quite local for you anyway, isn't it? It's, it's not that Yeah, bad. it's a little the road, yes, just yeah. one, one little train ride away and then um, then we're on, so... Um, but yeah, just I'm not staying overnight this time. Although I have looked at... I say that now, but I said to Mrs. the other day, I said to her yesterday, as a matter of fact, I said, look, I said, 
can see, she's up for staying the, the, the Saturday night. And I said, look, I said, um, we'll stay. I said, but I will be absolutely shit-faced. <laughs> and she said, no, you won't. She said, she said no, you won't. Like, you know, I said, I'm not going to be staying if you're shit-faced. I said, well, of course I'll be shit-faced. <laughs> so Bill, we're, we're all YouTubers. I said, you know, I said, I said you can go off to a hotel and whatnot. I said, so it's not going to be no fun for her staying because I'll just be with all YouTubers and because uh, it's not as if you see them all the time. It's like a one-off, isn't it? Yeah. So, but uh, I don't know. I might stay yet. I don't know because it's Bank Holiday weekend as well. Prices are hiked up, aren't they? Oh, is it? Yeah, it's Bank Holiday weekend. Yeah, so that's what's you know. I don't know whether to get it booked quick style or. Well, I've, oh. I've booked a hotel, but I've I've booked something really, really cheap and nasty. I mean, I'm talking sixteen pound. That's all it's cost me. Sixteen pound? Yep. You you do realise that those deck chairs on beach have no cover. It's okay. It was summer. <laughs> <laughs> There's no summer in England. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sixteen pound. Where are you staying for that? Or do you not want to say? No, see, I just can't remember. Uh, let me think. I'll. I'll I'll, I'll dig out the email as the show goes on. Because um, I'll tell you what, £16, I'm staying there as well. Well, I'll tell you, I, I don't care if it's a flea bitten place. I just want, I'll be, I'll be shit faced as well, so I just want somebody else to have a head down. So. Yeah, see, that's the thing, you see. Yeah, see, I, but I don't know, because, like I said, it'd be no fun for Mrs., but uh, if she's up for that, then we might stay. You never know. Yeah, so I've not got my train tickets booked yet, because they would look. Very expensive, but they might go down as the time goes on. How much? How much were there for you? Mm, from... I think it was thirty odd pound return. But I know you can get it cheaper because my wife's actually from your neck of the woods, um, and she's down in Preston quite a lot. Oh right, okay. Um, she's from Darwin. Oh yeah, from Darwin, yeah. Yeah, so I've been down there many a time. I, I suppose I could stay over with my mother-in-law. No, I'm not bother. Oh, uh, oh <laughs> controversial. No, no. Controversial. Uh, <laughs> yes, um, I've been down Black, Blackburn, Darwin, way many times, so I know all the lingo. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Well, that, yeah, that's not too far for me, is it? Not too far at all. Either way, really, Blackburn, Darwin, mm. or Blackpool. Just yeah. the other way, yeah. I used to kid her on I used to see um, Clitheroe signposted, and I used to mm. say, I used to pretend I'd got your name mixed up and said clitoris instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. It yeah. works the same for that bloody place, I'll tell you. Mar- Martell's Hotel, there you are. Martell? Yeah, Martell's. Martell? Yeah. They make toys. They've got a hotel. <laughs> what, what, Burby and Ken toys? That's what they make, isn't it? They, they make bloody toys then, man. I'm sure it must be a different company. Because the, because where, where where it is though it's a it's a bugger because uh, Norbert Castle where it's being held at it's right up north side of the north side of the the Golden Mile there so it's it's well out of way really really out of way I actually I've actually been there once before mm. this was years ago for a Star Trek convention because <laughs> I I used to be really into uh, Deep Space Nine. Used to be really, I wouldn't say trekky, but I used to be into that particular show, like Deep Space Nine. Loved it, but there happened to be this sci-fi thing convention going on there, and uh, I went along, and uh, that were that were a good time. And I stayed over then, and I just remember, if I, this is a funny thing, 
I remember staying over then, but they just kind of, because it was a convention, which this is as well, they just kind of let you sleep on the sofas, <laughs> like in the foyer and things like that, and nobody bothered. Mm. So I'm not suggesting anyone should do that, though, because I said, no, don't do that. I'm just saying that's what happened <laughs> then, and nobody bothered. But, yeah. It, no, my wife reckons that you can get a tram up to it, so... Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. It's, it's easily enough done, like, you know, like I said, with tram, because that's, that's what my missus said, you know, it's a bit out of the way, and, but, like, you you know, easy with tram. Only two minutes. Anyway, um, we're uh, 20 minutes in, and we've got to start doing the games. <laughs> I know, what's that? That's, like, that's mad. Um, yeah, so, basically, the premise of the show, it's basically... A blatant rip-off of Desert Island Discs. Have you listened to Desert Island Discs? I've heard of it, never listened. Yeah, uh, yeah I've actually actually listened to it a lot, because they do podcasts, so I've been listening to it a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I have to correct myself, because I keep saying it's based on a Radio 2 show. It's actually Radio 4, so <laughs> I've been seeing Radio 2 ah, all these weeks. So, right. uh, but obviously the premise of that is the guest gets to pick eight discs, or eight records to take on a Desert Island. Well, yeah. I've changed it to games. Now, it's a bit different this week, and it's usually retro games, but when you give me a list, of some, some retro games, but I wasn't that bothered about saying, no, it's retro games. It doesn't matter. So, no, so this week was going to be some more modern-type games, but it's mostly retro anyway, isn't it? Um, this, this so much match. It's a mi- yeah. yeah, mix, mix, yeah. And you also get to pick one book and one watched item, which we'll get to later as well. Yeah. Which yeah. I've lied about a little bit with the luxury item, and I'm going to explain why. But it's the same thing. It was not what I mentioned to you previous, but it's the same thing. But yes. it, I'll, I'll get to it. We'll get to, yeah, I'll leave that one to it. Actually, before we start, I know we're saying it's 20 minutes and we've got to start the games, but there's a couple of questions i got noted down here I forgot to ask. Okay. Um, and basically, if, um, the first one's going to be, what made you want to start a YouTube channel? Oh, God. Um... I've t- well, I've told this one. This this one, I think even Monkey Spaz had the same. Um, I watched one of his videos, and he, he he said exactly the same as me. And um, oh, I've just had a text off uh, Smooth MJ Malcolm. He's listening. Um, I am Malk, top fella indeed. Indeed. Um, and where was I? I forgot now. Mentioning Malk. Monkey, you're talking about Monkey Spaz had the same idea. <laughs> Yeah, Monkey Spaz. <laughs> I'll tell you right, Monkey Spaz. No, he, he said the same thing on uh, one of his videos once. And he basically said that, you know, most people, they, they go on YouTube and they're searching for, you know, music and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, which is which is what I used it for at first. And I had no idea that, uh, you know, pick up videos and, you know, stuff like that existed to do with video games and what people were picking up and showing the collections and whatnot. And um, <laughs> I've told this story before, I'm going to have to tell you now. But I came across one of these people, uh, I don't know which one came first, and it was either Darren Walshock or 2GK, right. which, um, you know, these, <laughs> these days those two don't get along, but... Um, I, I, I came across those two and I found one of them and then I found the other and then it just snowballed from there. And I just kind of, I just thought, you know, this, this is pretty cool. I wonder whether I could give it a go kind of thing. But I wasn't really, at the time, I wasn't really um, 
collecting much. I mean, I bought video games. I've always done that, but I didn't really, you know, focus on one thing to have a collection kind of thing. I kind of played stuff, got bored of it, sold it, or swapped it, you know, something like that, and just got the new game. So I never really collected, but in the past I had like a... Uh, a really good Neo Geo Pocket collection, really good uh, GameCube collection, and Dreamcast collection. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd sold all those on just because times got tough, basically, and needed the cash yeah. for whatever reason, you know. And uh, when I saw these people doing these videos, I thought, oh, bloody hell, I won't mind, won't mind giving that a go again. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, getting some games. So I started off, uh, I think one of my first videos was a, a PlayStation 2 because I kept seeing people pick up these PS2 games and um, I thought oh you know I'll start off with that PS2 but of course it wasn't really popular within the you know retro gaming community kind of thing because PS2 wasn't really I mean this was like two years ago yeah. PS2 isn't considered retro uh, per se so um, it wasn't you know it wasn't PS2 something that uh, I don't know whether <clears throat> you know people are interested in in seeing people's PS2 collection kind of thing. Um, it doesn't seem to be very popular. Everyone wants to see a SNES collection or a NES collection or a Game Boy collection. You know, I would, I would rather see a PlayStation Two. <laughs> would you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I love PlayStation Two. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, no. That's I'm not saying it's a bad console or anything like that. I, I, you know, I enjoy it as well, but. Um, I, I, I found the funny thing is I only got noticed. This was one of the turning points for me. From I, I did it for about eight months, ten months. Nobody really watched. I was still about at the thirty watch mark and forty watch mark. Not that figures matter. No. I still did it anyway. You know, it wasn't a problem. But when I started collecting for GameCube again, it just rocketed. The amount of subscribers that then jumped on board um, it, it really did it was funny to see the content that you was getting had you more subscribers and more people watching more people commenting and that's exactly what happened with my channel as soon as I started collecting GameCube it must have been you know because there's a bit of a GameCube boom going on anyway you know everyone seems to know that that's officially retro or deemed retro that I think there's a lot of GameCube uh, fans out there now, and uh, you, simply because of that, you know, it, uh, it it just took off. Yeah. So there you go. There's a top tip. If you want yeah. to get more viewers, get a GameCube. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. Yeah. Brilliant. Um. Yeah, I mean, you've you've got over six hundred subscribers now. The last time I checked, so that's that's amazing. I've right. I've, I've never. I don't check that, and I never. I always make a point of saying that. But somebody, there's a lad at work who always says to me, "Oh, you've got, you've got five hundred now." So I said, "Have And um, it's quite rude, really, when I say that because it's like not appreciative of the new people coming along. I am. It's just I don't have, I don't really have the time to, um, I don't find the time to watch a lot of videos these days. Yeah. Never mind, make my own and then check out everyone who subscribed kind of thing. So it's not like it's not appreciated. It's just. You know, thank you very much. It is appreciated, but I just don't have time to check who, who everyone is. Which I've often said in my videos. Sometimes I said, if you, if you want me to check out your channel, leave me a message below. You know, because some people just don't 
have a channel. They're just watchers and commenters, yeah. you, know, you know, just make comments kind of thing. Yeah, I don't like to... I don't like to go into other people's channels and say, oh, check out my channel, check out my channel. You know, if somebody wants to watch my channel, then I would prefer to they do it because they want to do it, not because I'm asking them to do it. Sort of thing. Exactly, yeah, that's exactly... I don't... I haven't... Um, come across many of those though you know in a few years I've done it like you know watch my content kind of thing like yeah. they'll, they'll come maybe I've had one or two that says you know brilliant video or whatever would you mind watching my videos and all this content and you know sometimes I'll check them out because you know I guess they're just being nice enough you know that you might find a hidden gem there but um, yeah, yeah I must, I'm, I'm same as you I don't do it for that reason yeah Um, and I was going to say Obviously, I'm a two fat bastards as well. How how soon into your kind of YouTube career did you meet Chris, and how did you get to start? What did you do a podcast together? Chris, I'll, I'll never forget uh, Chris commenting. I saw Chris, <laughs> I saw Chris commenting, and this is why I kept calling him a Turkish bastard as well. <laughs> um, I saw Chris, I saw this little, um, I saw his name get coming up, Chris Ashanth. And his avatar at the time just looked like some chap. I don't know whether he's with his arms like held out to his side. And I don't know. Did he just commented? I don't think he, he didn't at the time because I checked him out. Because at one point, I always remember one of the comments he made, and I I, I was getting stuff from CEX left, right, and centre, and I can't remember the problem in particular with the game that I got but it, I might have got something from CEX and it might have been the Bomberman game on Gamecube and inside was Super Monkey Ball 2 disc <clears throat> but you can't it's just that uh, with CEX you can't phone them up and say Aya you've sent me this what we're going to do about it blah 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 you've got to go through emails there's no phone number for them whatsoever and you've got to go through emails to try and sort something out which is an absolute ball here because you're waiting for a response they're waiting for a response you're wait so I, I asked for a phone number I think on, on one of my videos and Chris Ashank said here's a phone number ah. um, he, he, he come up just to you know commenting here's a phone number and uh, the phone number didn't work so but obviously it's one that he'd used before but when I tried to use it it didn't work um, and then he made um, I think he wanted to give it a go himself and he, he made um, a video and he, he almost I can remember it now it almost looked black and white and he, he mentioned me in it and they started doing some pickups and whatnot from his kitchen um, so then we just started talking like that, you know, just started getting talking that way, um, just via YouTube channels. And then I think I mentioned to him, um, you know, we started getting friendlier and friendlier, as you do. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I, I watched the uh, the game shed. Uh, they started doing some uh, live streams on Google Plus, which Google Plus wasn't a requirement for a YouTube channel at that time mm. and uh, a couple of fellas named uh, Jamie and Mark and um, they did you know they, they I thought I thought it was brilliant what they did they had live streams just the two of them talking talking about video games but they also whoever was watching could comment and they could read out the comments keep people involved the viewers and I just thought it was superb and I, I hadn't seen anything like that 
myself from the channels that I subscribe to. So I kind of said to Chris, you know, I said, you know, this is the, uh, I said, we should give this a go kind of thing. And did we do, I think we did do some sort of live stream that wasn't, I don't know whether it was called the Two Fat Bastards, I can't quite remember. I think we might have called it that. But we just did some random live stream just to see how it went. And it kind of went okay. You know, we had like 20-odd people watching, which was, you know, more than what we could expect. And then, you know, they were getting involved, asking questions, and just generally me getting smashed while Chuck Rock <laughs> holds everything together. Yeah. So it just went from there. It just went from there. And it just We do it like once a month now. Um, once a month, uh, I think I don't think we've done as many as what people think. I bet we've not done ten, but we've not done as many as as what people might think. But uh, yeah, so I've probably done more of these because I'm doing it weekly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you you have done more of these. I, I bet we've not reached ten, or we're very close to it. But like, because we only do it once a month, and I think it's only been going since about June last year or June maybe after that I really don't know um, but yeah but yeah that's how uh, that started so, so you almost almost kind of inspired Chris to start his channel then in a way um, I, well I don't know I mean obviously in a way I'm sure that like I said I do remember him mentioning me and he, he also sent me um, he sent me something oh what was it it have been that good because I fucking <laughs> forgot. No, it, oh no, it was brilliant actually. It was brilliant. It was a Master System console. Oh. He he was sent yeah he sent me something, Master System console with what couldn't have been a better game for me. Even though he didn't know, I don't think that I liked it. With a copy of Shinobi as well, um, on the Master System, and it was it's kind of a console that passed me by that one in many respects, so I was really happy to have it, and playing Master System games, it's just absolutely fantastic, um, yeah, so he sent me that, I just got a message from Chris, actually saying that you did inspire him to start, so there you go, ah, right, well there you go, yeah, well thank you very much Chuck Rock, <laughs> funny enough, and I, I don't, this is just the kind of order that happened, it's, I, I don't know how it happened, but it, as, as long as I've watched yourself and, and Chris, I, I definitely, I think I subscribed to Chris first before I, Subscri- uh, not a you bastard! No, no. Well, it's, the, uh, the reason <laughs> I tell you why it was it's because I think I was I was subscribed to um, Own Boys Post first. All oh, right, yeah. I think either Own Boys Post, Dave mentioned Chris, or the, in some way or, or um, gave him a shout out or something, and and then I went and checked Chris out and subscribed to him. And then I found you through that as well. Well, I think I think I think um, <clears throat> I think uh, Dave has gone round to uh, uh, Chrissy's gaff. Yes. And uh, had a chat and whatnot, you know. Um, so yeah, I know I know you might have seen something to do with that, maybe. And, yeah, uh, yeah, it was definitely something like that, and that's why I found it first. But I mean, I've listened to the Two Fat Bastards probably from the start as well. So. Oh right, yeah. excellent. Hey, do you know it's, it's funny? It's funny how many people sort of tune into that show because that, that was another one at, at Play Expo that people come up to me as as well or both of us and said you know we enjoy your show we we, we didn't even know who they were kind of thing you know <laughs> but because uh, they don't kind of introduce you you just say oh fantastic show you know and then on the way but uh, you know it's really good feedback 
because at the time I just thought it was just some fucking show that me and me and bloody Chuck Rock do. But yeah, it seemed seemed all right. You know, seemed quite uh, quite popular. It, it seemed a bit different to what you normally see. You know, either your gameplays or your pickups. Uh, it was just completely different. So yeah, it's good. Anyway, I better get on with these games because um, <laughs> I just I don't, I don't have too much of an explanation between, for, for for a lot of them. But oh, go on. Oh, that's good. Well, at least, least we'll <laughs> cut down some, the time. Some time passed because <laughs> I mean, the last few weeks, um, and we've, I've got to the sixth or seventh game, and I've been like, "Oh, there's still a bit of a clock to go. How are we going to follow this show?" And then all of a sudden, I'll just, I'll, you know. I'll run through them because. <laughs> I actually, when I did the list, I thought, right, I'm going to want to be talking about this, but some of them, I just can't say anything about them except that it's a bloody fantastic game, but go on. Yeah, probably probably not done as much research as what I have in previous weeks either, because I've run out of time, but... Anyway. Ah, I, I think I think a lot of these, everyone knows what they are. Yeah. Well, I, well, the first one I'm, I'm going to say here is, uh, I, I, I certainly know of it, I've not played it, but it's um, Animal Crossing on the 3DS. Yes. Um, yeah, that well that you know, bearing in mind I'm on a desert island. So Animal Crossing, um that series is is that series I first played on the well it first came out. Well no, it was actually developed as an N sixty four game. Right. I'm not too sure whether it ever came out or maybe it only came out in Japan if it did come out. But it was kinda developed early on in the N64 life and GameCube started kind of thing. So I know it came out in, in, in Japan, Animal Crossing, on the GameCube, and then it came out in America. But there was a whole... It was it was a funny thing, actually, for Nintendo. I remember petitions being made over here uh, from Nintendo Magazine and, and whatnot, other people, fans and whatnot, doing petitions and whatnot, for this game to come out on a PAL region version. But there was a, a freeloader disc, which I bought mine with. You could get this freeloader, which enables you to play um, American and Japanese games on your PAL GameCube. Well, everyone was going crazy for Animal Crossing, uh, just Nintendo fans. And it, I got it. And the American version... Um, I mean, this isn't the version I'm going to take on the Desert Island, and I'll explain why, but uh, but the GameCube version, it, it, the American one, had a lot more stuff in it. You could actually have NES games uh, in your house, so you could be playing Excite Bike and Donkey Kong and stuff like this, like the proper games on the game, the GameCube, mm. um, within the game. And it, it's just like, a, for any, anyone who doesn't know what Animal Crossing is, it sounds boring for me to explain it, but it's kind of like a life sim. So it's kind of like The Sims, but, you know, they don't get hungry. You don't have to take them for a piss or a shit or <laughs> stuff like that. You know, you don't have to do any of that. You just do jobs for them and make sure that the, the um, you know, you take, oh, one of the, see, I told you this is going to be so boring. One of the animals is going to be like saying, oh, I've, I've left my Game Boy at such a buddy's house. Can you go and get it for me, please? And then he'll, he'll go and get the Game but you go and get the Game Boy, and then he rewards you with like a piece of clothing and a piece of furniture. And it's like a collectible. There's like, like Pokemon where you've got to catch them all. Well, in this, there's like all the, fur there's thousands of pieces of furniture to collect, but you kind of coordinate your house. So like if you had a, strawberry bed 
you'd have strawberry wardrobe to go with it and strawberry chairs and all that. I told you it'd be boring. But it's not. To play it, it's absolutely fantastic. And it, it grips you. You go fishing, you catch bugs, and you put them in this museum. And it really is just a collectible game. But every day is a real day. So... Um, Mother's Day is Mother's Day here in real life. It's Mother's Day on Animal Crossing because it runs off a real-time clock. Um, So when it's Christmas Day here, you have to play Animal Crossing on Christmas Day to experience Animal Crossing on Christmas Day, which I would take um, the 3DS version, which is, is obviously the current version, the latest version, because it seems to have a lot more content. Um... The I know I know you said retro you're supposed to take it to but online it's got the online aspect where you can go to friends and that obviously I couldn't do that on Desert Island but it doesn't really matter yeah. but um, no it's just a fantastic fantastic game because it's 365 days a year you know you've got to keep playing it um, I, I just love it absolutely fantastic game I've never been bored of it in like I don't know how many years it's been out now I don't know 13 years I've never been bored of it. Well, at least it will give you something to do every day. Something exactly. Yeah. Hence the desert island. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem boring at all. I mean, in actual fact, I used to be quite into The Sims, you know, when it first came out on the PC. Yeah. So, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have the time for it these days, but yeah. Well, that's the yeah. thing, you see. One of the Animal Crossing, you, you keep doing it, you keep collecting stuff. When you've you almost collected all the bugs, then you just... I don't know, then it becomes boring. When you've collected everything, which is going to take you ages to do anyway. I mean, there's no ending to the game. You cannot finish the game. It just carries on. It's impossible to finish the game. Unless you collect absolutely everything. But then you're still meeting new folk, townsfolk, that come into your town that you might not see for... You could play for 10 years and a new person might turn up. So you can't finish it, really. Well, that will keep you occupied every day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm just getting back to what you were saying earlier on. I mean, you weren't sure if, if it came out in the N64 and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just, I've, got it, my, I've got the Wikipedia. Oh, good, right. so, no, that's good. You, should, yeah. you can tell me. Yeah, so it was uh, originally released only in Japan for the N64 in 2001. Ah, um, I didn't know it actually got released. Yeah, but it was eventually ported to Nintendo GameCube. And released in all other regions by 2004. Ah, so. right, okay. Right. No, I didn't know that. Right. In fact, I'm not even on my computer. I'm just getting this all from my own mind. Oh, yes, of course, yes. <laughs> Very clever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, so it's almost, it's a, as you said, it's a community simulation video game, so... Yeah. Um, and you get to collect all these fins. It sounds as if it's, it could be very addictive. It, it It's very addictive. But it's a very addictive game that will grip you for some time. But then it's kind of one of those games that you'll, you'll sort of... When you've had enough, you've had enough. And then you'll not play another Animal Crossing until the new version comes out. It's, it's kind of one of those. Although you should go back to it, but you feel as if you've collected all... Because some of the bugs, some of the some of the fish, you can only collect at certain times of the year. Right. Or in certain weather conditions. So when you've collected, when you've played it to death in, at, at 
in December, in winter time, and you've collected everything there, you know, you you'll wait till January before you can collect something else. So if you've done most of it in the middle of December, you'll be waiting a few weeks kind of to start whatever else you want to collect in January season or February or whatever. But it, it's hard to explain. It's one of those games you've got to experience. But when you do experience it, it is addictive. You you will be addicted to it. So if you had to have a guess, because obviously you probably don't know offhand, but if you had to have a guess, what is the most amount of days role you think you've played that game? To collect um, all the stuff? Oof, there's no, I, I played it for, oh, I remember I was that addicted to it, um, when I had the GameCube one, the American one, I used to get up at about 3 o'clock in the morning, used to set me alarm to play it for about 2 or 3 hours before I got up, before I went to work, um, in the morning, because there was a, a ghost that roams the town only at night called Wisp. And I wanted to meet him, <laughs> so I'm oh, so geeky. And uh, I don't know. There would I, I I probably played it for about. If I had to play it, I reckon I played it. I did play it up. I bet it's close to six months. I bet it's close to six months. Oh. <laughs> Five or six months, definitely. Without without, yeah, I remember it was because I got it in about December time and I don't think I experienced the summer fully because I, I seem to remember that I bet it's about five or six months yeah and I assume uh, Isabella plays that one as well then she does yeah well yeah, yeah I've got um, I only had uh, we've got two copies of Animal Crossing on 3DS and you can travel to each other's towns but <laughs> I only had one 3DS I did have a Pikachu 3DS but I sold it because I profited from it, really, because I, I bought this Pikachu 3DS for £170. And um, when the Pokemon X and Pokemon Y came out, um, everyone went Pokemon crazy, but of course you could, you, these Pokemon Pikachu 3DSs were um, limited edition. So they were going on eBay for like 280 quid, 300 quid. So... I thought, I'm going to cash in here on this. And I did do. I thought, I'll sell it for about, I think I got about £260 for it. So I cashed in on it. Um, and now I've only got the one 3DS. Um, until today. Um, I've splashed out, um, in, in total, £180 today for a new 3DS. But that's going to be... Uh, in a in a pickup video soon, uh, so I've got a, I've got I have got two 3ds's now. Um, so watch out for that. <laughs> you watch out for that, yeah. So you're a bit light on the pocket today. Light on the pocket. Well, it's a lie actually. It is 180 pounds, but uh, I did trade some uh, DS stuff in and um, a few other bits and bats. I got 40 quid off. Uh, about that, it cost me 137. But I just put it on the Never Never card. That's a credit card to you and me, because I'll never, never pay the fucker off. <laughs> yeah, not a feeling. Yeah, so it's, it's gone on there. I have no money. No money at all. I'm absolutely bloody skinned. Yeah. But it's on the never, never. Yeah, no, I mean, ha- half the stuff I've got in my house is uh, on the never, never. PlayStation 4, Christmas uh, Christmas team, never, never. <laughs> this is it, you see. I see no shame in this, me. I said to Mrs., um, you know, I've got never, never card, or I'll go to... Um, 
you know, going back, new sofa, CSL or whatever on pale every month and all this business. I don't mind doing that. Who, who can afford to go out and pay thousands for this, that and the other these days? You, you, you have to put it on Never Never, don't you? Yeah, I mean, you could save up. You could save well, up the uh, money for three weeks, what? for three years, but then you wouldn't have it now, would you? No, cause it, because something always crops up, doesn't it? Yeah. You save up, boiler will break. You're fucked. Yeah, my boiler's on the way out, but that's normal. Oh, huh? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good job you got that PS4 in now, then, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, oh, bollocks to it. Get yes. it, little woods catalog. Fuck them. How much interest? It don't matter. I'm only paying this much a month. I'll never notice it. Yeah, BNPL, my four favourite letters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyway, uh, before we start. Get depressed about our BNPLs, we better move on to the next game. <laughs> uh, and we're sticking with a DS, well, it's 3DS, but this one's a DS game uh, Planet Puzzle League. Yeah, Planet Puzzle League. It's, um, again, it's not one of my all time favourite games, but I had a, a really ton of fun with this um, doing the um, Planet Puzzle League. It's a Tetris style game. Um, but how can I explain this? If you can, I can't really explain the game. I think it came out Planet Puzzle League as a. I think Pokemon did it actually. I think it was a Pokemon Puzzle League or a Pokemon Puzzle game on the Nintendo 64, and it's the same game as that. And it's kind of a Tetris clone, but you can move blocks. So if if, if you can imagine Tetris, where it's got four blocks stacked up as yeah. one block, you can move one of the blocks out to from the middle you can slide a block out of the four mm. so that'll become a three and then you can move it onto something else and it's, it's, it's hard to explain but I absolutely loved it and, and me I remember when um, I'd, I'd only first experienced it played it on uh, dare I say an R4 card um, and um, I never had the original copy and um, I used to take it to work because it had these um, quick blast modes on them, like a one-minute blast. So in these days, you've got like um, Bejeweled Blast or whatever it's called, or bloody Montezuma's Revenge Blitz. Blitz, that's what they're called, Blitz. So you get like a minute for a high score kind of thing. Well, before Bejeweled and all that business, you know, Puzzle League was out there, and it had this one-minute challenge mode. Well, on dinner breaks at work, um, oh, there was about three or four of us that had our four cards, and we were all playing on this bloody on dinner hour on this puzzle league. And it's just so addictive, and of course, it's a game that um, it's never the same. It's never the same that you can play it twice. You'll never experience the same game twice. So again, taking it to a desert island, it, it's going to keep you busy. It's a bit different every time. It's a superb little puzzle game. If you, if you it's funny when you talk about puzzle games, everything's compared to Tetris. This is not like Tetris. But uh, I can't really explain it in either way that somebody will understand, you know. But it's a brilliant game, Planet Puzzle League. And you play that with the Nintendo DS sideways, don't you? Like a book style? Ah, you do, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. You do, indeed. Yeah, you do play it sideways. Um, you know, so you hold it. Yeah, you hold it like a book. Yeah. There's a few games like that on, on Nintendo DS. There's that... Uh, 
one of my other favourites on there is Ninja Gaiden. Uh, Gaiden, Gaiden. That, you hold that like a book as well. That's a brilliant game. On DS. Yes. That's, um, I, I, I quite like puzzle games, but I've not really got the intellect for them. I've been <laughs> uh, I, uh, my, yeah. my wife plays that um, bloody Candy Crush. And um, I had a shot at it once and I couldn't get past level two. <laughs> You know, Do you know I, I, I used to play that because I, I do like the match three games kind of thing um, and uh, Candy Crush it, the thing with Candy Crush it, it's, it's fun until you get stuck and then it just becomes annoying yes. but it did for me but I don't think the game's designed to become annoying I think the game's designed to obviously get your cash to get past that level that you, you're frustrated by isn't it I think do you pay for that kind of thing? I don't know. I think you do. Uh, well, I think you probably get in-game purchases, but it, yeah. essentially it's free. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I have played that one. I can I can understand why it, why it is addictive. Yeah. Yeah. If you if if you've got the mind for for those sort of games, then then that's cool. But I've not. <laughs> no, I, I haven't got the patience for them either. But Planet Puzzle League a bit different. It's one for uh, everyone should check it out. Definitely a great game. Yeah, it, I mean, looking at it, it looks kind of Tetrisy, but obviously this plays a lot different. It does play different, yeah. That's that's the thing I can't seem to explain. I guess you've got to check out some footage of it to uh, <laughs> to understand um, what I'm talking about. But and it's a it's a Nintendo made game, I think. Is it? It's developed developed by Intelligent Systems and published by Nintendo. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out in two thousand and seven. Yeah, it's well worth. I think it's quite hard to get on a. Um, I don't know if it's a rare game. I wouldn't say it's a rare game. It's just one of those games you don't really see in the shops. I did actually have it, um, the original copy, but I had to import it from America. It was an American one. So, yeah. Might need to get that from my wife at some point because she's, oh, she's, she's. We've got a. Well, see, we she's got a Nintendo 3DS XL, but it's very rarely used. To be honest, it's a waste. <laughs> right, it's a waste, yeah, because it's a it's a good machine. There's a lot of good games on it. A lot of good games. Yeah, she she's just kind of sticks to. It. She's very big on um, Professor Layton, Professor Layton games. Oh God, no! You do need a brain for them, don't you? I I yeah. I've played those. Um, no, I haven't. I said I've played those. I haven't. I've played one. And he just put me off. I can appreciate it's one of those games. I can appreciate it's a really good game, yeah. but I just do not have the patience for it. So I, I just couldn't. I can't comprehend some of those bloody puzzles. But that's the idea, isn't it? They're meant yeah. to be challenging. Well, me not being a Nintendo, as I've, I've probably I think I mentioned one of your um, videos uh, yeah. comments before. And I'm not really. I've never really got into Nintendo, but that that's is right. That is one I can safely say that is one Nintendo game that I've played quite a lot because um, the wife keeps getting me to help her. Oh, <laughs> so, so you have to play it. Yeah, so I have to play it. Nah, so, you're forced to, right? So that's that's probably the one, the one and only Nintendo game I've genuinely played. What what <laughs> um, what? No, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, put that on the list. Write it down. What don't you like about Nintendo? We'll talk about that in a bit because we're going to get through this list, haven't we? Yeah, I'll put it on the list. Um, put it on the list. Yeah, we'll move on because we're only on the game three. Now, you've said FIFA, but the latest version, so I'm guessing 
what you mean is whenever you get st- stuff from Desert Island, t- whatever version's out at a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the simple <laughs> one. I'm not going to go too much into an explanation of this, but sports games I absolutely love. Um, whether it's Madden, I love Madden. The hockey games, um, basketball, uh, and FIFA. But FIFA. Um, Again, it's just a game that's different every single time, uh, every time you play it. And I, I just enjoy the FIFA games, you know, they're kind of a, a stigma like, you know, sports games or FIFA player. And if, if you play FIFA, I think people think that's the only game you play. You know, if you say you like FIFA, the, the thing in people's minds are, oh, FIFA player, that's that's what he does, that's what he plays. But I just think that... It, it's improved. I used to be a pro Evo player. I used to be a play pro Evo soccer. I used to hate FIFA, but FIFA has evolved uh, to be better than yeah. pro Evo, except for this year. Uh, because FIFA 14, I bought it on the PS3 mm-hmm. and I bought it on the Xbox 360. Why I did that, I don't fucking know. Because obviously it's the same game. Yeah, but. I just I did it anyway, uh, and because I I played FIFA 13, I must have put in 600 matches on FIFA 13 online on mm-hmm. seasons mode, right. um, and I got to Division One, you know, in the best of the world kind of thing, and um, that was FIFA 13. FIFA I got FIFA 14 on PS3. Just couldn't get on with it. I just thought the mechanics of the game were just terrible. I thought that yeah. a lot of it seemed to be like just. I think they tried to make it where the ball just kind of deflects off fucking everything. Yeah. And it just really wound me up. I thought, where is. You know, like even if you tried to aim a pass, you just wouldn't go that way. Where in FIFA 13, it just seemed more fluid and everything. Yeah. And I couldn't get on with 14 at all. So I thought, right. I'm going to get rid of that because I'm not enjoying it. It's winding me up. Uh, and then, of course, I missed it. And I thought, you know, I've got, got quite a few friends on the Xbox I never played FIFA with. So I'll get it on Xbox. And I played... I bet I didn't play a handful of games. I thought, no, this is fucking terrible. Now, I got FIFA 13 on the Wii U. And I can't say enough good words about that. It's kind of a... And this isn't going to make sense to you from what I've just said about FIFA 14. But it's kind of a cross between FIFA 13 and FIFA 14 where you still have the mistakes in and the deflections in, but they're not as fucking annoying or as frequent as FIFA 14. But it's kind of a cross in between. And FIFA 13 on the Wii U, I think, is an absolutely fantastic game. And another thing is I don't like Ultimate Team mode. I just cannot get into that. Um, I just play seasons or, you know, the career modes or whatever. And um, um, one thing that really annoyed me is that every time you turn it on, I don't know if you know, but every time you turn it on, you get an update for your squad and everything. You have to go back into your squad, change your formation, change what you... Well, FIFA 13 on the Wii U, it doesn't do that ever it just says, you know, updating the squads because it stays the same, FIFA 30. Obviously, it's an old one. It's like last year. But the formation is perfect for me because, you know, with with the teams I play with, it just stays the same. So I just think it's fantastic. It's a fantastic game. I love FIFA games. Love them. 
Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same. Um, I, I'm struggling with FIFA 14 as well. I've got it for PS4. And but my friend at work told me that um, there's something you can change in the settings to, to make the passing a lot easier. So I've done that. I can't remember what it, what it was now, but there's, there's something you can change in the settings to make it a bit easier. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. But I don't want it easy. I just want it normal, I oh, guess. I don't mean... Yeah, I mean, I don't mean it makes the game easier, but it makes it... That deflecting off of things, that kind of, it makes that part of it easier. Well, you see, yeah. that's a funny thing, that. You see, because they've made a feature to turn that off, they must know it's fucking shit in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I must so. have... I've not, get, I've not got as into FIFA 14 as what I did with 13. I'm, I'm the same the same boat. Yeah, exactly. See, well, I'm glad you were. I'm glad you were. Because I was talking about this with a chap at work, actually, because he spent... <laughs> and he has as well this is not a lie he spent um, over two grand on Ultimate Team over FIFA 13 and 14 uh, and he he lives at home he's a mummy's boy he's a World of Warcraft player he's a good chap though he's a, he's a chap he's a good chap but yeah he spends he's got plenty of cash and that's what he does you know absolutely loves it watches it all on Twitch and everything he's a huge fanatic over it yeah I've only ever got into that Ultimate Team once, and that was in the FIFA 13 version. Um, not got into it as much in FIFA 14, but the only reason for that is because I bought the Ultimate Edition of FIFA 13, and you get you got a free gold ah, pack yeah, you do, yeah. every week. And I ended up selling most of the crap you got on it, and I got more coins, and then they could buy my own players. And yeah. It became addictive. I got to Division 1 in that mode. Oh, well, yeah. that's pretty good, yeah. Well, that's the other thing about Ultimate Team as well. You In Seasons mode, you get matched uh, against a similar star team uh, and division. Yeah. And then you go on Ultimate Team, and I remember my first ever game, and I had bronze players, and I got matched against a player that had every, uh, all gold players. I thought, well, where the fucking hell is the furnace in this? It's not enjoyable. Yeah. And I actually drew the game nil-nil, but I just... I was so lucky. I mean, he hit the bear a million times, you know. He just it wouldn't go in for him. So it, it wasn't like I played well or anything. He just... Um, I, I thought, this is just not enjoyable. So I, did, I, I can't understand how people get into the Ultimate Team unless you spend money because yeah. then you're up, up to speed straight away. So... Yeah, that's, but, yeah. What, that's what they want you to do, isn't it? It's yeah, exactly. Money. Well, it's working. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, FIFA... I think I might sell my. Then again, I don't know. But if I if I want to sell that, I need to do it soon. Well, it's still so uh, higher. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I sold my FIFA 14 on Xbox uh, to the Mrs. Dad yeah. uh, for 15 quid because I think Game were only giving 20 or something like that, and I knew he wanted it, so I, I, that's what I did. I remember that Christmas just. After Christmas or the start of the year, I was looking at it. CEX were giving £32, I think it was, for the PS4 version. Uh, And I I could actually buy the PS3 version across the road for £25. I was so tempted just to see it. Oh, I see, yeah. But then I thought to myself, then it's a PS4, I wouldn't have any games. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I didn't bother. Yeah, I was the same as you. I started off... It's a FIFA fan, and then I get into Pro Evo, and then FIFA just really became awesome um, from kind of 08, 09 onwards. 
You're exactly yeah. right. Yeah. That's the one I started on for FIFA. Oh nine. Yeah, yeah or not, you know, for the good ones. Or yeah. nine onwards. Except for obviously Mega Drive and SNES days because they were fantastic and there were no other football game that came close. Um well, sensible soccer, but sensible soccer. Yeah, yeah, sensible soccer, but that just goes with it saying, doesn't it? So yeah. Okay, well we'll move on uh, to the next one. I think everybody knows about FIFA. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh this is kind of a classic game but it's a more up-to-date version twist yeah yeah pac-man championship edition dx on and this is the the xbox live version or it has yeah to, or you said or it has to be a physical game well i said if if, if a rule was to be stipulated that obviously pac-man championship dx oh yeah uh, it's, it's not a physical copy game uh, it's only a downloadable um, game on Xbox Live, but there is a physical copy on a 3DS game uh, called um, what's it called? Namco the... Challenge. Yeah, Namco Challenge or something. Yeah, something like that. Nothing yeah, sorry, Namco... I, I didn't read the full sentence here. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, a, there's yeah. a there's a there's a 3DS Namco collection where they've updated like Gallagher and Galaxian as they always do. I don't. And, uh, we're not worried. We're not worried about whether they're physical or not. It's just. Well, bullets to it then. Yeah, bullets. The uh, <laughs> Xbox Live version, the Xbox yeah. Live version of uh, pa- Championship Pac-Man DX is absolutely phenomenal. It's one of those games that I, I I can play over and over. And the original Pac-Man, I can't. Original Pac-Man, as it stands, I just I can't play it over and over and over. But there's something about the Pac-Man Championship games. I don't know why I picked the DX one actually, just because it's the more recent one, but. Pac-Man Championship or Pac-Man Championship DX, it just reinvented Pac-Man to... It was just absolute genius. You would you would go around with Pac-Man and all the ghosts are asleep. Have you ever played it? Yeah, I was going to say, I think I've actually played it um, I played it last month on the iPad. Oh, right, okay. Well, yeah. yeah, well, I'll take it on the iPad then. I pulled, I pulled my I pulled out my laptop there and I was trying to stretch. He's still there, yeah? Oh dear me, hold on. Hello? Hello? Oh sorry about that, I don't know what happened, it cut off. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> that has never um, happened before. <laughs> oh, it's alright. Are we, are we still on? I think so, yeah. Um, I'll just... In fact, Chris, if you can still hear us, let me know it's still on air. <laughs> okay, just give me one second. Yeah. You don't mind, do you? You just no, fill no. in. No. Yeah, I don't know if that was my fault, folks, because I went to stretch and a uh, power cable came out of the laptop, but that shouldn't have knocked it off, but maybe it did, so if that happened, then I apologise. <laughs> I, I think we are still on air, so it's pretty cool. Let me just check. Yeah, it's still on here. So we were just talking about um, Pac-Man Championship Edition before we got cut off. It's still on. Carol, come back. (laughs) 
So this was Carol's uh, fourth choice, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX on Xbox Live. Which we were just talking about. I was playing it on iPad last month. Oh, here we are. Yeah, we're still on. Ah, yeah, excellent. Sorry yeah. about that. No, I don't... I, I, I think... Yeah, my cable came out of the laptop, but I don't think that's what caused it. I think it was just a pure coincidence. It just kind of jumped off, so... Ah, we we apologise for the loss. Off, <laughs> it was only off for a second or two there, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about uh, Pac-Man yeah, Championship Pac-Man, Edition. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just one of those games. It's, it's reinvented Pac-Man in my eyes. I don't think... Um, it's just a phenomenal game. If, you, if you're a Pac-Man fan... Um, you should definitely check out because I mean obviously the demo is free to check out but yeah you kind of it's a score based game as all Pac-Man games are but that's what I like about it it's one of those games that I keep going back to to try and beat the score and I can play it forever and ever and ever and try and beat this bloody score that I've that I've already put up there mm-hmm. and um, it's kind of a neon setting it's like a bit neon isn't it it's yeah. like uh, um uh, but yeah, it's it's just a phenomenal game. I love it, brilliant. Yeah, it's well. I, I mean, I don't know if it's exactly the same as the one on the iPad, but the one I was playing, you could you could def, you could get different kind of settings and things like that. Um, although obviously on the iPad they encourage you to buy them, so I'm guessing yeah. the Xbox version you probably had them loaded in the game. Uh, yeah, I, I I bought the well the Xbox version. Yes. Yeah, no, I bought the Pac-Man Championship Edition. Right. Absolutely loved that. And then DX came out, and I had to have that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the Pac-Man, um, back in the day, I, I could never get past the, the first two or three levels. It's quite hard. Oh, well, that's the thing, you see. That's what puts me off. But this one, I can't explain it. It's what it, it really is one of those games you've got to experience to... Because you, you, if you think Pac-Man, yeah, I know what that is. But if you play Pac-Man Championship Edition, you don't know what that is. It, it's it's a lot different, really. The 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 concept of it, um, and you can you kind of some of the I can't really explain it. Some of the, uh, the you can just oh, I can't explain it. It's really hard for me to explain that game. You've got to try it to experience it. Don't don't think you know Pac-Man until you play. Pac-Man Championship or DX? Yeah, I, I like I like um, when they when they kind of bring out new takes on games like this. Yeah, it, well, it worked really well in that one. I mean, they're bringing out the way Pac-Man's gone now, which is I don't know whether it's unfortunate or not, but there's Pac-Man Ghostly Adventures, like a, a kids' TV show, come out. And it's quite big. It's getting quite big. All the toys are out now and things like that. But the game's out this week for it um, on Wii U. And everything else, it's on every other... I think it's on PS3. Uh, not PS4 and Xbox One, I don't think, but everything else. And yeah. uh, it, it's kind of a... Um, it's kind of a, like a... Like a 3D pop. It's like the Pac-Man 3D World games. But it's all based. The characters in this in, are in the TV show of this game. But it, it looks quite good. I'm going to pre-order it. Yeah, I think I might do the same if I've got a bit of spare money. <laughs> yeah, well, which I've not. But it'll never, never go. 
Right, so we'll move on to the next game. That was uh, four, so we're on to number five. And, um, well, you had, to, you had to have a Mario in here, didn't you? So uh, <laughs> this one's uh, Mario 3D World, and this is for the Wii U. There's, I mean, Mario games, right? Mario games, today everyone's moaning about, oh, not another bloody Mario game. <laughs> but, I mean... I mean, you, I mean, you, you'll have a, uh, something to say on that. That, you know, they've not evolved. They're still bringing out the same shit. This blah, blah, blah. However, what they've done with... And they, they brought out Mario 3D World on 3DS, which I don't particularly like. I, I just couldn't bring myself to get into it um, for whatever reason. And I've owned it twice and got rid of it twice because I keep thinking I must be wrong about this game. Yeah, but I couldn't. I just I couldn't get into it. But Mario 3D World, I cannot. I cannot say there's absolutely nothing wrong with it at all. There is no faults whatsoever within the game. It's just an absolute genius game. Which next gen gaming, in my opinion, it's only got one game that is truly next gen, and that is Mario 3D World. Everything else, there's nothing like this game. Nothing. There's nothing like this game. It's just absolutely phenomenal to play. And you can play it over and over again. <clears throat> reason why it's on a desert island with me is because it's actually score-based as well. There's a ton of stuff to collect that, uh, you know, you do, Mario games are based on, did I collect everything on that level? And if you didn't, you go back in and you try and collect it again. And then when you've collected everything, have I got the best score on that level? You know, can I beat that score kind of thing? Yeah. Um, so there's just a ton of playability just on one level. And um, not one level. <clears throat> I remember Danny from the 16-bit brothers, he was saying to me before I got it, he said, there's not one level the same in the game. And there isn't. There isn't one that was absolutely right. There's not one level in that game that's exactly the same. They're, you know, they're all different. They all have something new to offer, which... You know, not a lot of people will say to Nintendo, you know, that, that's, that's a brilliant fucking thing, you know. People are saying, you know, why are you telling them what's wrong? Well, what's wrong? They're making absolutely phenomenal, fantastic games. They're not making them frequently, but that's the, that's the beauty of it. They're taking the time, bringing out good quality games rather than bringing out, you know, you know, shit, generic shit like bloody... A shooter that's coming, like Titanfall. You know, I, I can get... Titanfall... You know, it looks phenomenal. But it's all been done before with bells and whistles. So, that's my opinion, anyway. I've never even played the thing. I could be talking bollocks. If I played it myself, you know, I mean, Jurassic Junkie, he loves it. He wanks over that, Tom. But um, if, if he, um, you know, fair enough, I've not played it. But it just doesn't look like something that I want to play. I just cannot bring myself to... I just, I don't know. You either fancy it or you don't. That's the thing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, it's got that... People like the more realistic things than people... You know, Mario's like a cutesy thing or a cartoony-style thing. And uh, t unfortunately, Nintendo aren't doing much wrong. It's just that the fan base is getting older and maybe they're not into gaming these days. Yeah. You know, anyone who's grown up... You, you've, anyone who's into gaming that's like 30-odd like me... You know, you grew up with Sega and Nintendo, it's as simple as that. And um, everything else came after you, Atari Jaguars, or maybe you had the Atari before, but mainly you're talking the Sega or Nintendo. And um, 
I don't know. I think that um, today's Nintendo is just very kiddie. Well, just, just or the the mindset of people is it's very kiddie. Well, that actually brings me on to the thing I added to you, you said to add this to the list. Yeah. And say why you like Nintendo. That that mm. actually brings me on to it. And it's not that I don't like it because I've not really played enough of it to say I don't like it. But that's exactly that point you said there. Yeah. I've, I've always found it very kid orientated, and I'm I'm I prefer kind of more adult. Games. I know that I'm saying that's a bad thing. No, 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 no. That's that. You see, that's that's your opinion. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that's. <clears throat> and this is what I'm saying. I'm not gonna. I won't personally bash people there for having an opinion. I mean, Jesus, that's that's absolutely stupidity. But I just wish that more people like yourself would get Mario 3D. I guarantee you, John. I guarantee you. You put Mario 3D World on, and you'll be like, "What the fuck is this?" This is just absolute... This is non-stop fun. And that's the thing. It's non-stop fun. Today's video gaming is frustrating. And I'll tell you why it's frustrating. Because it's your Call of Duty... Nothing wrong with Call of Duty. If you're Call of Duty fan, <laughs> it's fine. But it's your Call of Duty orientated. Yes. Let's level up and get a big dick about this. Um, which really winds me... You know, if you play Call of Duty and you love it, then that's fine. I play FIFA. You know, play, loads of people don't like sports games. Millions of people don't like sports games. I love them. And so for, yeah, exactly. If it's same for Call of Duty. If you play it, you play it. But it is the same every year. It's all based around you start off low, you get a weapon, you level up, you get a better weapon, and then you've got a bigger, bigger chat. You know, you've got a bigger advantage over the smaller people, kind of thing that don't, and all this. And it's just you play Call of Duty to have a number by your name. Yeah, that's all it seems to me. Oh, I totally agree, and, and that's what I was about to say I would, uh, before you mentioned even mentioned Call of Duty. If you put in front of me uh, Mario 3D World and Call of Duty, I would play Mario 3D World every time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's it. Yeah. yeah, but not everyone likes Mario. It could it might not be Mario. It could be some whatever. But the, the, there's I prefer the fun element to the more realistic element of you know there's a war going on here let's kill these fuckers or build a base this shit and all this i i'm no time for that i just i, I like the fun you know i mean fuck me i'm I, you know i'm playing it well I've, I've got it i've only played it briefly but it, it looks like a ton of fun the skylanders bloody thing you know i mean that's just stupidity <laughs> buying all these fucking figures and shit like that to go but when you play it it's really good fun it's a really good platform game that use, utilises all the, the figures and the, the, the skill classes that they have within the game very well, really well. Yeah, well, like I say, it's, it's not that I, I don't like it, it's just uh, I don't like Mario or I don't like Nintendo, it's just I've never really had them, to be honest, I've always, I've grown up on Sega and Sony, really, Sony PlayStation. Yeah, okay. so, it's not that I don't, don't I'm like I'm not going to go at you, John. Not don't at worry. all, not at all. <laughs> my, wife, my wife absolutely loves Mario. Yeah. Although I bought her, um, I bought her a present last year. I bought her that uh, Luigi's service, a Mortal Kombat. L- L- Luigi's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, L- Luigi's Mansion too, but she couldn't really get into that as much as Mario for some reason. Oh, she couldn't. Well, no, Luigi's Mansion two is a uh, is well, it's the best game of 3DS in my opinion. There's there's no better game on the console, and um, but. It's, it's that's more of like an adventure game. It's not 
it's 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 kind of like in a funny way, it's kind of like Resident Evil Nintendo style. <laughs> in a in a way, uh, she just likes platform games. The, the only kind of non-platform or puzzle game I got to play once was uh, <laughs> she got into Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars on the Nintendo DS. <laughs> Oh, that's really yeah. That is a good game, though. That's a good game. That's the one where you uh, do you break out of a car or something? And yeah, you, the glass out and yeah, you do different. Yeah, you do different kind of things for stylish to turn to kind of hotwire a car and things like that. That's the one. Yeah, I have played that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good game. Really good game. She completed it in a fortnight. <laughs> Bloody hell, fire! Yeah, well, yeah. I tell you what, you you want to get some tips off your missus? She's got some very gaming taste, eh? Yeah, it's quite bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll move on to the next game, and I have to admit I've never heard of it in my life, so you're going to have to help me with this one. It's uh, a game called Jumping Flash on the PS1. This is one of those games where um, everybody's got one where you can... <clears throat> you've probably finished it a million times, but you still go back to it because it's a fun game, Yeah, and just every time you play it, you know, I don't know, you just know where everything is, you know what to do, and Jumping Flash is one of those games for me, and, <laughs> oh God, how do you explain this game? It's it's kind of like, well, you're a mechanical rabbit, uh, or ro- <laughs> robot rabbit, um, jumping, I think it was one of the very first PS1 games, I'm not too sure whether it was one of the very first, but it's certainly one of the most fun and it was very unique in, in its time. It was a completely 3D uh, environment. And <clears throat> you're just killing as many enemies that it wants you to do in a certain time limit for some levels. And collecting carrots and all this. And it's just an absolute brilliant game where you're just jumping. You like you get the aerial view as well as going down on you know, on the ground as well. It was just, there was nothing like it in its time. I think it was a very, very early PS1 game, but I've completed it so many times. You're right, it was a, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Uh, Yeah, it says it was a launch title for the PlayStation in 1995. Ah, right, there you go then. Yeah, Yeah, so that's probably why I played it so much, because at the time, obviously, there there weren't too many other things. I think there were Ridge Racer. Um, What came out on PS1 at launch? Ridge Racer, Jumping Flash, um, that's going to bug me now. Oh, um, I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, don't bother about that, but yeah, it's an absolutely phenomenal game. Um, really quirky, because I, I like stuff like that, a bit quirky, something a little bit different. And uh, like I say, in its time, that just phenomenal game, really, really good game. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big PS1 fan or PS fan in general but that one must have passed me by I've never heard of that in my life and oh you definitely check it out I don't know how much it goes for these days or what kind of a price it commands but you should definitely check it out you'll never have played anything like it but again don't be put off by the content of a big mechanical robot rabbit it's <laughs> not not really about that you don't really see the rabbit you look at it from like a first person view yeah. through the rabbit's eyes kind of thing um, so you don't actually see the rabbit really yeah, and this was. Uh, <laughs> I just got a message from Rachel online saying, okay. saying he's pissing himself laughing at the mechanical rabbit going down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, well, there's no other better rabbit. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this was a PlayStation exclusive that only came out for the PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, I didn't know that. I thought it might have been on um, Saturn or something like that. It seemed to be. In fact, it's a very. It would remind me of a Saturn game. I don't know why I say that, but I could definitely see it on a Sega Saturn. Perhaps it had some sequels that came out, but this particular game is on the PlayStation and uh, PlayStation Network, so you can play it on your PSP if you like. I I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All courtesy of uh, Smooth MJ Malk himself, he sorted me out with uh, um, a uh, fixed PSP, should we say? Mm, but I yeah, might, I might have to. I might have to have a little discussion with Malt myself to see if we can get well, this. Well, <laughs> he does charge £500,000 per PSP. Well, I don't think it's a valuable, you know, a reasonable price, sorry. But, oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll ask him if he does a buy now, pay later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask him if he does a £2, what, £2 per month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyway, interesting game. Um, I will hopefully try and see if I can get a hold of that myself at some you point. You should, honestly. Mm-hmm. Really fun game. You'll have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. You see, a seventh game, this is an interesting one, it's a PS2 game, and it's called Rise of the Kasai, am I saying that right? Rise of the Kasai, yeah, Yeah. Rise of the Kasai. This is the one game uh, that, I I can't go into any detail about this, except for my favourite game on the PlayStation 2 is The Merc of Kree, uh, which is a game by, by Sony, and it's uh, kind of, I can't really tell you what times, time setting it's set in, but um, some kind of, ooh, I don't know, like, uh, I couldn't tell you the time setting, the setting, some Japanese Chinese time. And um, <laughs> The Mark of Cree was my, my favourite game of the PlayStation 2 ever. And it had the worst ending of a game mm. I've ever. You, you, I've ever had it without spoilers here, but basically you're going through this game, fantastic combat. You kind of it was new in the in the way that you, you use the right stick to highlight your enemies, and then it had like a button over the head, and you press that button to the ones that you've highlighted. You kind of use the right stick to highlight enemies, which I don't think had ever been done before. And you've got this little bird called Kuzo, I think his name is, who you can send him to look out to see where the enemies are, kind of stealth-like, even though I hate stealth in games, I cannot stand it, I don't see the point in being armed to the teeth and sneaking around and fucking stopping the necks, so, um, but, but you still had this bird with you, and it was just absolutely phenomenal, but when you got to the end, you got to like an arena, where the bad guy was sat in his like throne, and then you killed all his minions and whatnot, and then you just went to a cutscene, where you just throw an axe at his head and it kills him. You don't actually fight the guy, which was unusual for a game because you always fight the bad guy, don't you? But yeah. this one, you didn't. But it doesn't really spoil the game. You don't spoil it. It was just an unusual ending. Now, they brought out Rise of the Kasaya, which is essentially uh, Merc of Creed 2. Um, and obviously being my favourite game on PS2, it, Rise of the Kasaya, I always wanted to play... Um, on the PlayStation 2, which it came out for as well. But it only came out in America. Yeah. So I've never had an opportunity to play it. And I've had... This is one game I can say today that I want to play, but, you know, 
I don't, I'm quite prepared to maybe buy a PS2 American console and the game just so I can have a go on it because um, in fact I don't know why, why, why I've never done that sooner but um, but I did have uh, I did have a, a PlayStation 2 uh, fat console and this is the funny thing I had a PlayStation 2 I was telling this man the other day when I went to go and see him I was telling this the story to him and I did have a PlayStation 2 um, console fat one with one of the hard drives inside it with an adapter on to play naughty games. And Rise of the Kasai was one of the games that I had on this hard drive, but I'd never got around to playing it. And uh, I lent it to, because um, I just wasn't playing on it anymore at the time, I lent it to my missus' uh, little brother, which had tons of games on all the Grand Theft Autos and all this. And then they've moved, her brother's moved like, you know, about three, four times now, and uh, it just doesn't know where it is. It's lost. So I did have it in my possession, you know, ready to play. But it's just kind of one of the games that I've always wanted to play, never been able to play it. So I would take it on a desert island with me to play it. That, that is, uh, it's frustrating when that happens. It's, it's, yeah. always, it's always the way when you give somebody a loan of your stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the thing. And I, I, I even last week I said to I said to my missus, you know, I said, ask your brother, he's got it anywhere. Does, does he know where it is? And sure enough, he doesn't know where it is. So, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a really interesting backstory and uh, an excellent choice. Yeah. yeah. So, well, unless you've got anything else to say on that game, we'll move on to the next one. Move on to the next one, why not? Which is the last one. So we'll try to get through them, not bad. Uh, and we're back to Mario, but the game it's uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart, yeah. Mario Kart 8, or whatever the latest Mario game is, when you get stranded on the island. Exactly, yeah. And that's because, I think, um, maybe not Double Dash, well, that's an, that's an argument but to, to be had, I guess. But I think every Mario Kart, it's just absolutely gripped me. Um... And every time they brought one out, I just think it improves and improves and improves and improves. I don't think there's a bad one. I know Mario Kart Double Dash on the GameCube was was a bit hit and miss between some Mario Kart fans, but um, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And it's just a fun game that you can play. Again, you'll never get one race the same. Yeah. It's just a, a, a fun game where it's always different absolutely fantastic um, Mario Kart 7 came out on the 3DS I pumped in over 60 hours on that that game online alone um, absolutely loved it and I just cannot wait for Mario Kart 8 I just cannot wait for it I saw it at um, uh, Play Expo actually mm. and it was on when you walked in there was a Nintendo booth in there with Mario Kart 8 on yeah. And me and Chuck Rock were looking at it. We didn't get to have a go on it because the queues were horrendous, but we could see it clearly in HD, obviously. And it just looked absolutely amazing. So I, I've seen it in the flesh, it just on playing, and for people interested in Mario Kart 8 and thinking, I wonder what this is like, you, you're going to be in for a treat. Um, it, just, <laughs> it just looks so, so good. And... They're just fun, again, fun games to play. Um, and it's just, like I said, I don't know what to expect from it because I've never played it. Again, it's the one I've never played, but I just, I don't know. I've, I've not played a bad one. <laughs> so, not played a bad Mario Kart. 
This this is the first this is a first for Desert Island Games, a game that's not even out yet. <laughs> well there you go, yeah. Not even out yet. Yeah. But uh, like I say, I'm just going off reputation that um it's gonna be awesome. So what would you say would be your favourite Mario Kart game in the series so far? Um A lot of people would say the SNES one. Um I would, I would definitely go with the Mario Kart Seven. I just think only because I was absolutely hooked on the online aspect of it. If it didn't have that, it would probably be the SNES one. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if Mario Kart Seven on 3DS didn't have the online aspect, then the SNES one would probably be mine. But because of the online aspect and, and that it worked so well, when it worked so well to a point because there were certain exploits that were being made on some of the tracks that kind of <laughs> this was the funny thing I, I played Mario Kart 7 that much there were these exploits where if you fell off the track at a certain point there was kind of like three sections in some of the tracks so you go through one section and then you could fall off the, the track just at the end of section number one or maybe if you could call it section number one but you fell off the track at the end of section number one at a certain point, and it will put you at the beginning of section three. So you kind of get at the head of the pack. And people kept doing this, which was like a, a glitch in the game. But people didn't really mourn about the glitch because everybody was doing the glitch. So it was still like a race. It was still like the fastest one to do the glitch kind of thing gets gets to that point you know, like at the start of Section 3. So that's how it seemed to be, because every single person was doing these glitches. But then, obviously, with an update, which they took too long uh, to get the update up there, uh, to, to fix it, um, that that all stopped. So then, yeah. you know, but it's just a superb game online. I've, I, have, I have played it. You know, I mean, you know I've not on Nintendo but I have yeah, yeah. I have been in houses with people that have had Nintendo and have played Mario Kart and it's great I must admit it's a good yeah. game yeah. well well, the, the the Wii U version not the Wii U the oh. Wii version I played a hell of a lot online as well um, again absolutely loved it uh, a lot better with the GameCube pad though you yeah. couldn't play it with the steering wheel that's just stupidity uh, that, that, that didn't work very well for me um, you just don't get precise control with it um, I think that's the one I played. I think that's actually the one I played in a friend's house, house with a steering wheel. Oh <laughs> God! Well, uh, see, I mean, if you're all playing with it, then it's it's kind of fun. But if you if you play like a, a game online, which obviously you play to win, uh, you know, you you don't play to come last. Well, I have fun of what as, as well, but you don't play to come last. But um, with the steering wheel, it's just not precise. Mm. But you can play it with the GameCube power, it's a lot, lot better with that. And um, But the, the thing is, the, the uh, Wii and the DS is going offline this year, isn't it? It's yeah, going off- that, yeah. Yeah, it's going offline, so that would be a shame, because I've seen on a lot of forums, and they're going to miss Mario Kart Wii. Uh, they're going to really miss it, so, you know. And I haven't played it for years online, but uh, just brilliant, brilliant game. Well, there might be some benefits if they're switching that off. It might give them more servers for the new Mario Kart. Yeah, 
So. Maybe that's the idea, yeah. Because yeah. I think it, I think it, it goes offline ten days before Mario Kart Eight comes out. Ah, so. well, there you go. That must, it must be. That's no coincidence. I don't think. Yeah, probably not. No. <laughs> oh well, that's that's your eight games and uh, eight fantastic and varied choices. Yeah. A lot of Nintendo goodness. <laughs> as you would expect. Yeah, as you would expect. <laughs> um, now, a new, a new twist on this, before we move on, uh, a new twist on this, but, uh, this is something I should have been doing from the start, but okay, uh, I've over, overlooked it. So, it's just a quick one on your eight games. If uh, you were held at gunpoint to pick, to save one of those games, which one would it be? Oh, to save uh, one of those games? Yeah. Held at gunpoint. Well, that, I, I did the held at gunpoint. If you were, for, if you were forced to, to save just one of those games, which, which would it be? In all honesty, I would say Rise of the Kasai, just because I'm desperate, desperate to play the fucking thing and all the others I've played. So I'd rather save something I've never experienced than something I have. Cool. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we move on to the book. You, you get the subscription to Retro Gamer Magazine and the complete works of Steve Benway. <laughs> This is just, which is just something I made up to. <laughs> you get Shakespeare in the discs. So. Anyway, those are yours, but you also get to pick a book. And right. you've got here, you would yeah. take the biggest gaming history type book that you could find. Yeah, I would. Because, i tell you what prompted I I don't really read books. And if I do read books, um, they're often, well, few and far between, I'll say that. But they're often autobiographies. That's the kind of book I read. And I think when you've read somebody's life story once, you're not going to want to read it again. No. So I picked something that I'm sure exists, but I couldn't actually pinpoint what the name of the book was, but something like a greatest, you know, the, the history of gaming encyclopedia or something like that. Because, it's... go on. I found one. <laughs> oh shit! Well, there you go. <laughs> I found one uh, on Amazon. It's called. Uh, I don't know if it's the biggest one, but it's it looks fairly sturdy. It's called the Ultimate History of Video Games. Oh, so yeah, something yeah. like that because it's something yeah. that you can flick through. I remember doing it. I think uh, was it Retro Gamer Video, Retro Gamer Video Game Magazine, <laughs> Retro Retro Games Magazine or whatever it, whatever it's called. Yeah. I think they did one about a month or two ago and it had like a, um, I don't know, um, was oh. it on the consoles? I think it was on the consoles. Yeah, I think I know the one you're talking about. Is it, was, it not, was it not done in a kind of, in the style of, a, you know, those old car manuals that you get? I remember seeing it on yeah. shelf in Tesco. And it, was a brown, it was a brown one, wasn't it? It's a brown cover. Yeah, it's a brown cover. And I, I was looking through that, and you could just you just see things that you'll bloody read that thing forever. You know, and you could just... It's just so interesting to have a look at every single time. So something like that. Yeah, some sort of gaming encyclopedia, but the biggest one. You know, just on all bloody games. Everything. Well, this one is... Um, Ten pound eighty seven. That was the one. That's yeah. why I didn't pick it up. Oh no, yeah. not that one. The brown yeah. thing, because I yeah. think that's a tenner as well. No, I will. I was Scottish. Yeah, the ultimate. <laughs> the ultimate. Well, you were Scottish. It's very fitting. Yeah. No. The, I apologise this, for it. <laughs> this one that I found is the ultimate history of video games, and it's ten pound eighty seven. But it's got like six hundred. What is it? Six hundred and eight pages. Oh, 
Oh, I think that's me. Yeah. I think that might be a purchase, that, actually, yeah. because uh, I've not got anything like that. I'd like something like that. So it says here, the, the ultimate history of video games reveals every, everything you ever want to know and more about the unforgettable games that changed the world. Right, what does, what does that mean, that? Right, because that pisses me off, that. <laughs> you know, you, you, you know when you see these things, it yeah. reveals everything you ever wanted to know about what you wanted to know about, and more. What's the and more? Nobody ever knows. It's just that, jargon you know, for crap. It's jargon, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but when you're reading it, you don't, you don't see something you think, oh, I didn't know that. That must be the and more part. Bollocks. Yeah. They should have just kept it uh, without the and more. Anyway, there you go. That's another little rant. Some some of the features in this are uh, it talks about the video game that saved Nintendo from bankruptcy. Oh, oh, uh, the serendipitous serendipitous right, <laughs> story of Pac-Man's design. <laughs> um, not even drunk yet. Uh, <laughs> that helped topple Atari's two billion a year empire. Mm. The coin shortage caused was by that not Atari? Was that not Atari? Not Atari. Was that not ET? I'm guessing it probably is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the coin shortage caused by space invaders, apparently. All oh, right. Uh, the fascinating reasons behind the rise, fall, and rebirth of Sega, and ah. much more. How much more? There it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. No. That that sounds like an absolute Bobby Dazzler. It really does. <laughs> yes. That. Yes, definitely want to look at that. Would if if I if I was in charge of giving you that book, um, as requested, that's the one I would give you. That's the one I'm yeah. picking. That one. That's the book. But hold up, because there's only nine left in stock. Oh well, I'll I'll jump on board now. Then there's only eight left. <laughs> Although it does say it does say more on the way. <laughs> oh bollocks to yeah. then. I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait. Till, I'll wait till it becomes a pound cheaper. You can also get there's also um, seventeen used from seven pound eighty two. I don't want somebody else's dirty bloody cum <laughs> stains on my pages when they've been wanking over at Super Nintendo. Fair enough. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're uh, going to your um, watch the item and you're the second well, person, yeah. person to pick this. Now you, you've got a bit of a you said there's a bit of a lie involved in this, but basically yeah, it's an iPod. Well, well, yeah, the, I mean, there's a lie here. I did say I'll take an iPod, right? But then I said to you uh, previously when we were chatting, really, I don't have an iPod. It's an iPhone. Yeah. But really, I wouldn't take my iPhone because I fucking hate... Right, I, I'll tell you, this is where I got into the tech thing. I'm shit with tech. You know, people who know me knows I'm, I'm, I have to... Everyone has to show me something. That Malk will tell you, Malk, he fucking has to taught me through all these bloody things he's, he's doing for me on these gadgets and whatnot, PSPs and shit like that. I have no idea what I'm doing. Even Chris, Chris will tell you, fucking everyone. But the thing with, I've had this iPhone now nearly two years. And, oh, I did have, I had a an iPod Nano when it first came out. You know, the colour ones, the yeah. little ones. I had a pink one. And um, I did. And a pink one's my favourite colour. And, um, and uh, I got this pink one, and I could not get to grips with iTunes. And because I'm a person with very little patience, if I don't, if I don't get it in a couple of minutes, that's it. I'm done. I'm getting rid of it. I'm, I'm one of them. Me, I've just no patience. And um, this iPod Nano 
I couldn't get to grips with it. And I can't remember what I did with it. I sold it, did something with it. I just did something with it. Um, don't know what it was. And then I had to upgrade my phone two years ago, um, or a year and a half as it is. And uh, I thought, right, iPhone, let's let's have a gander at this. This is uh, the future. I mean, there'd be loads of fucking iPhones. This is one of those 4Ss. But even now, I still struggle to put music on my fucking iPhone. <laughs> I much prefer a drag-and-drop system yeah. like any MP3 player or an Android phone or whatever you've got. And I just I like that song, drag, drop, done. iTunes, even now, I cannot, for the life of me, get to grips with it. And then everything I put on, it, you've got to put it in a playlist if it's not in a playlist, or if you've downloaded music from here. If, if you download music from iTunes, then it's fine. That's what it's designed for, obviously. But me, I download everything... Um, off the internet for the originals that I've already got, and these are backups. But anyway, but um, yeah, so I download. You know, it, it just puts everything everywhere. Yeah. You know, oh, and it's murder, absolutely murder. One thing I hate about it is it seems to put a lot of my stuff um, under compilations, and it doesn't. It doesn't list your compilations, and amongst the rest of the normal stuff, you need to go in a, a different bit to get your compilations. Yeah, you're, you're like, I'm sure I put that song. Oh, I can't bloody find it. And then later, two weeks later, you go, "Oh, it's some fucking compilations." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I absolutely hate it. I choose it. It's just one of those pieces of software that I just can't get to grips to with it. I just, I just cannot do it. Yeah. My brain won't allow me to understand what it is. But so yeah, I guess I would take you know a music device then. If I had to change it to it, it's a music device. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, what I was going to do is, because I've done this the last time, is um, put your iPod, whatever it is, on shuffle and tell me the first oh, iPod. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> right, I think I'm going to get... Yeah, let's have a look at this. Right, okay. Um, We're now going to get an insight into Carol's musical tastes. Well, bearing in mind, I've just told you, I don't know how to put music on. I've only got, how many songs does it say? Radio. You don't listen to me, radio, do you? Um, let's have a look. Who the fuck is Afro Jack? Right, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me get rid of all this. And you go into music. Yep. And you go into songs. And we are here. Shuffle. Okay, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Right, you won't be able to hear this because I've obviously got it on uh, silent, but I'm going to do it anyway. And um, the first song, <laughs> the first song that comes up, you could have a lot of. There's not a lot. <laughs> there's not a lot of. Um, there's like some sort of dancey. St- anyway, I'm just going to tell you. Number one that comes up was Jermaine Stewart. We don't have to take our clothes off. <laughs> um. <laughs> But that's a that's like a pre except for your shows that are not taking your clothes off. I don't think I'm not yet. That's a funny thing, that's 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 the first one that comes up. That's the first that's the first one. Just let's let's move along. Let's click the next one. Uh oh, Soul to Soul. Back Ooh. to Life. Oh I like that. that I mean I'm a rock fan, but I like that a lot of tune. Yeah. Oh, right. I don't think you'll find much rock on here. Next one. 
Rockwell, somebody's watching me. Is that, a, is that a cover version of... No, something it, it, most people who listen to Rockwell will think it's Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, ah. Do you know the one? Yes. It, it's not, but everyone will think that's Michael Jackson, but it's not. There you go. So I, I thought Michael Jackson did it and they've done a cover, so they, they actually do it, right? Oh, right. Well, it's somebody called Rockwell. That's what yeah. it says here. Could be talking bollocks. <laughs> um, next one is... Oh, J. Cole. J. Cole. Crooked Smile. Um, J. Cole, he's, he's a today's current hip-hop rap R&B, whatever you call it. I like that kind of thing. Well, I like, well, I'll talk about that in a minute. Music taste. That's a funny one. But yeah, J. Cole, that's, you've never have heard of that, but it's it's a good record. It's a good record. Oh, I, I'm old-fashioned. I don't know. I don't keep up with today's music. Well, you've got, to, you've got to be down with kids, aren't you? You've got to be down with kids. You've got to be G and fly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the next one, let's click. Let's see. Fresh. Fresh. Cool of the Gang. Cool of the Gang. Fresh. That's oh, it. Oh, yeah. I know that one. That's the one. That's the one. That's that's it. Was that, <laughs> your, was that five? My that's goodness. five. <laughs> You're my giddy aunt, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I've only got... How many... Let's do this thing. So I've got albums. Where's this playlist? I've got playlist. Playlist mine. That's what it's called. Mine. My playlist <laughs> is called mine. And uh, I've got uh, Avicii's on here. You know him. Who the fuck is Bingo Players? Bingo Players. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> I dread to think. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're a group. Trust me. You you Google that shit. I'm not lying. Um, J. Cole, we've established him. Justin Bieber. I've yeah. got a bit of Justin. I you're have. Not, you're not. Oh, bloody have all around the world. We'll just out in Midland 37 as a Justin Bieber fan. Yeah, why not? You can't beat a bit of Bieber. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've got that one. Yeah, I'll take you to the foot of our stairs. I'll take you, yeah, what does that mean, that? Some sayings, I'll take... I'll I was take asking the wife that earlier on, what does that mean? <laughs> I'll take you to the foot of our stairs, and there's another one as well. I think I mentioned this up too, Frank Masses. Uh, followed a muck cart and thought it was a wedding. <laughs> have you <laughs> have you heard that <laughs> I, said, I was telling I was telling the wife I was speaking to um, somebody from Lancaster tonight and I was asking her for all these um, Lancaster sayings yeah 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 <laughs> she, she mentioned one called uh, Ecky Thump so I don't Ecky know thump, yeah. <laughs> Ecky Thump yeah no, I've, uh, yeah <laughs> Ecky Thump yeah bloody Ecky Thump hey I'll tell you something you, you we're going off we're going off topic here now but um, stuff you do with the uh, what did you do? Uh, my mate, I, I spoke about this on. Uh, I asked monkey spazzes about uh, Scottish people, <laughs> and one one of my mates at work, he used to have a YouTube channel. I wish he still did there actually. He's top fella, top fella, and uh, he said he was in Scotland once, and he got pissed up. You're pissed up, and you go to a pizza shop, or kebab shop, or whatever you bloody call it, and he had a deep fried pizza. Oh, yes, they're nice. <laughs> what the holy fuck is deep fried pizza? I've never heard anything like that. Never. Well, I sometimes, well, not so much now because I'm trying to be careful because diabetes and stuff, but I used to get in uh, after the pub and I would order a, it's called a, a half pizza crunch supper. Oh, <laughs> Basically, it's a, 
they, they just get a cheese pizza. They obviously, they must cook it in the oven first, I, I assume, and then they well, dip he, it in batter. So it's he in said batter. To me, yeah. yeah, well, see, th- this is the thing he said to me. He said, I remember, I remember you telling me to tell, he said, he went to this shop, and, oh, I've just got an update here from Smooth MJ. And he says, uh, well, of course, I fucking would be. It's Michael Jackson, I've mentioned. <laughs> and uh, he said, somebody's watching me. It was Rockwell featuring MJ, so I'll take it back. I, I fucking didn't know that. Yeah, he, said, he said, never was an MJ solo. He said, not that he knows anything, with a little smiley face, which is sarcasm because he fucking knows everything on him, Michael Jackson, doesn't he? Of course. Um, he does. And, um, with MJ, you should go into Mastermind and uh, do your special subject as Michael Jackson. Do you know what? That's a, that's a funny thing. You should do, shouldn't you? I should... Um, do you know what? I might see if he wants to do a fucking quiz on on the. Uh, I'll, I'll test that fucker. I'll test it. Test him on his bloody Michael Jackson. Sk- well, there's no point. He'll get fucking ten out of ten or some shit like that. He's a clever cunt. And you have to be in the same room as him when you do it, otherwise you have to make sure there's no giggling. There's no giggling. Oh, I'll bum him while I'm doing it. Yeah, I'll be in the same room. Trust I know you. Me. I know you like a bit of bumming. <laughs> Especially with Smooth MJ, but that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, rumours are out now. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, but he said he went into this shop and he said they were made up. They were made up on, on like the shelf behind him, like in the box. So he just asked them, I'll have one of them, please. Cheese and tomato pizza. I think, it, in fact, it was a cheese, cheese and tomato pizza. And then they put it in bloody fryer. Yes. Do you know what I mean by that? You said yeah, it's, it's, it was pre-done, but not pre-done kind of thing. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was saying. There. Yeah, so that's it's, right, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I must have different names, but where I come from in Glasgow, it's called a pizza crunch. So you get a half pizza crunch and a quarter pizza crunch. Uh, so basically it's a already cooked pizza, but they, then they dip it in batter, and then you serve it to you like that. Oh, right, yeah. okay. okay. It's, it's, a bit, it's about as healthy as jump for a skyscraper. <laughs> 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 very healthy then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I tend, I, I need to stay away from food like that. <laughs> oh, bollocks to it. You only live once. Fuck them. Oh, my, mind you, and you're, you just, right, okay, I understand your, your predicament. You yeah. said you had diabetes and all that, so yeah, you have to watch yourself, don't you? Well, I have, I'm supposed to, I don't, but I'm supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll not be around long. Well, <laughs> Actually, I lost, um, since, since I got diagnosed, I uh, lost two stone. Oh, have you? Me, was, you that, was you a big chap, like, was you a big chap, or...? Still am. <laughs> you still, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm probably... I, I don't know what weight I am, because I'm always too scared to ask, but I was um, probably being generous to myself by saying I'm maybe about 20 stone. Right, but, okay. But now I can say definitely I can't be any more than 20 stone, because I've lost two stone. So. Well, I, I tell you what, I'm not good at maths, but if you're thinking you was around about 20 stone and you say you've lost 2 stone, now I'm struggling with this, but I reckon you're <laughs> going to be about... No, 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 wait a minute, you, you'll like this. I reckon 18 stone? Yeah, well, in theory, yes, but I think I was being kind to myself. I think it was probably more like 22, so now you're probably 20. <laughs> ah, it doesn't bloody matter, does it? Yeah. People are people, not weights. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I don't want you know until I lose more. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, let's do it. I'll tell you what then. I'll I'll definitely notice who you were then at replay, won't I? <laughs> you've just you've just <laughs> you've <laughs> just put yourself up because if I go to every big fella I meet, 
and say, Hiya, mate, how are you? And you start talking to me in Scottish, I fucking know it's you. Well, you hear me before you see me. So. <laughs> 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 ah, there's no wrong with that, mate. I, I've, I've always said, I can't be doing with people who watch their weight because what they do is, is they go dieting just after Christmas, need to go on a diet, come end of February, they're on fucking Easter eggs. Right? So yeah. th- there's, there's no point to it. You might as well enjoy your bloody life as it is. Just enjoy yeah. yourself. I, that's, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I can't be doing with how, you, how people look, how people dress, how, how people eat and all this I never bloody I'm not bothered about any of that I'm only only thing that upsets me if you're a cunt not how you look how you dress how you yes. eat or anything like that I can't be doing anything like that nothing you be who you want to be no problem all it was simply was just by cutting out ginger just by cutting that out alone the weight yeah. total the gen- I say really? ginger pop pop <laughs> yeah I, I knew what you meant by that actually <laughs> Yeah, so there you go, it's as easy as that. But anyway, we're way, way off topic. <laughs> yeah, go on. We're coming towards 11 o'clock anyway, and yep. done all your stuff, so... Um, I can't remember what I was... Yeah, you were, you were talking about um, the the pizza crunch. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I was just, you know, because we were talking about your Lancashire, what you ecky thumping, and I just thought, oh, uh, something up Scotland, this is what I remember. <laughs> so it was one of them. Yeah, you have a lot of... Uh, gravy on your, <laughs> on your chip shop food down there, don't you? Well, do you not have that up there? Not in the chip shops. What, what, what do you have? Sauce. What's, what do you mean, sauce? Like, ketchup. What, where's your gravy, though? Um, well, this, funny enough, this is uh, this is one of my wife's major complaints. Whenever we go down to my mum's for Sunday dinner, she, she always goes back and say, See, next time I go down there, I'm going to take my own gravy. They, they don't give me gravy. <laughs> well, well, that's right. She's right. Yeah. It, well, so what do you have for, what do you have for, like, uh, I don't understand. You must have gravy. What do you have for, your sauce? I think it depends. Well, I think it depends. Oh, hold on a minute. Hold on, right. Hang about, hang about. <laughs> so, you're having, you're having your Sunday roast. Yeah. And you've got your roast potatoes, your bit of chicken. All your veg, right? Yeah. And it always goes nice, nicely topped off with a bit of thick gravy. A bit of thick gravy. Well, so what? What are you putting on yours? Tomato sauce on your roast no, potatoes? I think no. I, I, that depends on what you're eating. I think it's mostly just dry without gravy. You have it dry. Well, I I don't. Those kind of things, anyway. So, I'm, I'm oh, probably, yeah. right. I, I see. I, so, yeah. I'm guessing from people. So, in gen- well, okay. Well, I, I'm talking about right. Let's let's go in general. People, Scottish people. Yes. What they won't normally have gravy on the roast potatoes. Well, my family don't. So, what do you right? Let, oh, nine seconds. We'll, we'll we'll not talk about it. But you should have a bit of gravy. There you go. Yeah. No, it's it's it. It's still, it can still carry on, even in the next century. Your missus has got her head screwed on, that's all I can say. <laughs> anyway, we know when we're, when we're rambling on about gravy, then uh, we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll run out of chips anyway, so um, we will wrap it up. Um, again, thanks very much for coming on. Uh, it's been brilliant to talk it to you. Has, the, yeah, it's been a pleasure. The tours have absolutely flown. 
um, be sure to check out ritualonline.com and be sure to check out Carol's website even though I can't see Carol right oh, it's www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash woodland 37 I think is that right that's right that's right, yeah. right and there's no retro online live this week and there's no two fat batters either but oh. uh, unless there is is there there's no no <laughs> so um be sure to check out all the kind of archived Desert Island games and uh, Retro Renaissance on iPod, uh, on your iTunes podcast app. And is there anything you would like to say before we end? Any uh, close messages? Thanks for listening and yeah. thanks for being yourselves. Yay, thanks for being yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. See you now.